This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I have to ask you a question. What do you have against older people? Older people? You always criticize older people. Do you not know you're doing that? No, I love older people. You do that all the time. It's like, and I understand what you're saying with Biden and Trump. Yeah, that's what I was talking about was like specifically them. But you specifically just said old people. You didn't say them. No, I said our older leadership. No, you've been at you've been at them four or five times now. What? How'd you like if I said I don't like anybody under forty? I don't need no, no, no. I don't like anyone under thirty-seven. Yeah, there you go. What's that? I think that there, there's a really interesting thing on social media that's been talking about, like, why are we back in a situation for 2024 with two silent generation? Yeah. Not even boomers, yep. silent generation um, candidates. We're assuming and we're both assuming, of course, Joe Biden and, and Donald Trump are the final nominees. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have skipped. We have had. um boomers and then we went back to silent generation gen x has never been president millennials have never been president um it's really interesting that they haven't had the opportunity to be in the white house a majority this is the other thing that i think is fascinating a majority in congress are either boomers or the millennials mm-hmm. not gen x and i'm like what happened to gen x in that situation that they just really didn't step up into leadership or didn't have the opportunity Maybe they're not good thieves like the people that run the country now. <laughs> Us millennials well, are great thieves. Term limits would be good. Term I, limits, I think, them. would be You're really right. good we in Congress. I think what maybe is, like, pinging in my brain is that Mitch McConnell, like, having that freeze. I know. Yep. And I go, that's terrifying that somebody who possibly – and I don't mean to attack him or anybody elderly. Oh, I know, I know. But – when you go, that person's making decisions, and we don't know where their mental health, or not their mental health, but they're just, like, health in general Cognitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cognitive, cognitive aware. Yeah. And, I mean, I I go, that's that's kind of weird to me that, that those people like that are making decisions f- for the population. But... Diane Feinstein, I'm going to add her in there too. Yeah. She's also yeah. someone, she's mm-hmm. 90. Yeah. She's in decline as well. That's crazy. I mean... I mean, I, I think that's where my maybe my brain went this week, where I think about that, where I go, ooh, that's that's kind of scary. Like somebody should check in on what's going on with him. No, I agree with that, but also look look at the other age ages of people in office. Totally, they're screwing up everything they touch. Yeah, that's totally it's what I mean. Disgusting. I, I don't think like there are people in this world for sure. I mean, I don't have any problem with like I older people or younger people. I don't really, you know, I feel like, but um, maybe that is what's pinging that's coming out of when I'm talking about, like, of who I want to meet the aliens. And you know what? Maybe I do want a 90-year-old to meet the aliens. Maybe they'll be chill. Maybe someone like Jane Fonda, like, she's in her 80s and super well, sharp. There you go. Super chill. You yeah. don't know. It's like, but she could sit there and, like, do her... Jane Fonda aerobics workout. Totally. She's wonderful. I, and people always get pissed off at me about that because I spent some time with Jane Fonda. She gave me a, a hug and it was the sweetest person and one of the sweetest people I've ever met. And nobody believes me that she was very sweet. They think she's a oh, hard she's line. Oh, and smart. Absolutely. And... Didn't you say oh, she was just like yeah. strikingly beautiful she's too? She's incredible. Well, I mean, not she's... like you two. Oh, but, yeah. Well, yeah, duh. Yeah, no, that's a the, given. The bar set so high. <laughs> exactly. 
No, she was she was magnificent. Very nice. You could tell though just by, and you know, a few of us in this in this area have uh, have had a hard time with our dads. It's carried on into our lives, later lives, and all the rest of it. But you could tell by the way she comport, comported herself that she's never gotten over the way her father treated her. Her father treated her like dirt. No. Horrible guy. And Peter too, by the way, her her brother. He treated his kids like crap because he was the star of the show. Mm. And that one, that was hard to watch because yeah. you could just tell by the, you know the, her body language and all the rest of it that that Henry I guess Henry was a raging prick though. That James Bond is the one that you said had a sadness in her eyes. Right? No doubt about yeah. it. Have you ever met her, Kristen, face to face? I have actually. Have she you, is incredible. Yeah. She is incredible. Did you notice the sadness in her eyes though? Yeah, I, yep. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's something that just, it's like that, you know, you call it your inner child, that pain front that just never yeah. goes yep. away. It's just always sort of like underneath the surface. Oh, I mean, you, you still have a lot of trouble with people these days. With, they didn't get along with mom. They didn't get along with dad. People take, care, take that with them the rest of their lives. And it becomes a massive pain in the ass because it gets in the way a lot. You know, it's unfortunate, but. I guess that's probably happened to Jane. She had to make some political statements that her father would have hated, and maybe she made those statements just so he would hate them, I think, once in a while. Yeah, I mean, just to yeah. be the opposite, you know, be contrary to right, him. But also, right. you know, he's a, you're living in a, a acting legacy of a family. And, yeah. you know, she's carved a path for herself. She is more than, like, earned her reputation as a, you know, a really fabulous actress. She's won the awards. And, you know, I, I always sit there and, and think, like, who... I mean, she was someone like in the '80s when she's doing her aerobics tape. That's not something that actresses were doing that no. had Oscars on their on their shelf. Like You're that right. was taking a risk, and it was like a huge hit. Now, actors do everything. They yeah. do commercials, and they will promote anything. And yeah. I, I'm going to tell you, the next three four months, you're going to watch actors promoting absolutely everything oh, to God, make yeah. some money. Yep. Um, <laughs> and so, but she carved the path, and she made it okay for people to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And with the rules of the uh, strike, they can go on shows and promote. A thing like that, right? If they just can't promote anything they're acting in, is that correct? Correct. So if you're, let's say, I don't, let, let's just say you're promoting a beauty line, you can go on like Kelly and Mark, you know, in the morning and like go and promote that beauty line. You cannot talk about any role, um, past role or present role really? um, from any of the struck companies. If you had, if you were in an indie film that had signed an interim agreement with SAG, you would be allowed to promote that. That would be the only situation where you're allowed to talk about a TV or film. Um, But that's why we're going to see a lot of celebrities that normally wouldn't be doing social media deals or commercials. They're going to start popping up. In fact, I'm starting to get some of those pitches already in my email. And I think we will see some actors do some reality shows that we'd be like, I didn't think that they were would ever do that. Um, yeah. So I think that that will happen. Although there is some hesitation to work for a struck company, like let's say a Dancing with the Stars. Do you really want to go to work for Disney ABC? And even though, you know, it's going to be a decent paycheck when you're still fighting them. So the optics can be really weird. So I think a lot of actors will be hesitating on taking something like that. I got to tell you something. This is hilarious looking back. What what's the uh, cha- the CBS television station in Los Angeles? Um, what's cha- what number is it? Channel no, two? no, no. The, KTLA the is it KTLA? It's not KTLA. No, I don't think um, it is. KTLA. I 
Is it, I, it, is it might be like is it KCBS? KCBS. I think it is KCBS. I, I think it's KCBS. It's KCBS it out here. This is a true story. I, I did the voiceover for them. You know, the time now for this KCBS news with blah, 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 blah. Um, the union people in L.A. found out that I was from Minnesota and they picketed the building. Because even though I was a member of SAG-AFTRA, and it had been for 25, 30 years, they didn't like the fact that a guy from Minnesota was taking their work from them. It's like, what? Aren't we in this, all in this together? I thought we were all in this union. It's a union. Yeah. Get it? I mean, what is that crap? That's, That's ridiculous. Crazy. Oh, yeah, they picketed the building because I was from Minnesota. How huh. stupid are these? Well, they're How did they find that out in the first place? Uh, well, because it's... Once they went, well, who's this new guy that's doing Channel 4? They dig deeply into all that. They, maybe they don't need more, I don't know, but they used to big time do that. Not in New York, not in Chicago, but in L.A. They love to do that's that interesting because in New York's, the, you know, New, the East Coast is the real, like, union town. And yeah. I was talking about this with someone. They were asking me about it yesterday um, because in industrials, and I don't know if people know what an industrial is, but it's, mm -hmm. like, usually, like, an in-house corporate video of like, here's our new training system, blah, blah, blah. Um, they are already using AI. So they're not oh, using God. actors or Ooh. hosts anymore. And that was how I actually got into the union. I was living in New York. I did a Mercedes Benz industrial. Um, oh, and yeah. New York has stayed a true union town out here in LA. The industrials have kind of like gone by the wayside to non-union. Oh, really? They're not, they're oh. not doing union. Yeah. And it's real. And, and same with infomercials. Like there's a lot of things that just, they've completely gone non-union over the last couple of decades. Um, so I'm just like, how do people get into the union now? It's got to be tremendously hard. Yeah, because you have to work and then get in the union, but you're not supposed to work if you're not in the union. That makes it a little tough. It makes it very tough. And then it's sometimes tough. you're not ready to get in the union, right. but you're a must join. Right. And then all of a sudden you were working nonstop non-union. And now all of a sudden you're not working union. And the initiation fee, I, I don't know. I think it's well over 3200 to just now? join, yeah. I think. I mean, it was less than 1000 when I joined. So yep. I well, think I'll it was you. like 600 and I was like, this is so much money. Um, but now I can't imagine like have for you know a struggling actor to scrape up over $3,000 to join the union. Dang. It would be tough. I will tell you this, though. On the upside of the whole thing, um, as life moves on and you get a little older, you are going to love your SAG and after benefits. They are huge. I mean, they did take care of their retirees, and even if you're not retired, once you get to that certain age, SAG and after benefits are really good. The pension's good, but they yanked away health insurance benefits uh, during the pandemic for any of the yeah, retirement. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose that's so. That, that's, uh, that's unfortunate, and that's because that was a very big point of contention. Yeah, I could see that. What an interesting business that was. First getting into it, and just God, it was a wonderful life. But things all of a sudden just changed, and a lot of it came out of L.A. They they forced changes on the entire United States because they didn't like the way things were going for them. But you know, whatever. I had a wonderful life doing it, and God bless everyone. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> God bless us one and all. God bless us one and all, damn it. That's all I have to say. You're yeah. suddenly Tiny Tim. Is there a lot of voiceover? Tiny Tom. You're Tiny hey, Tom. Tiny Tom. Is there a lot of voiceover work in Minneapolis-St. Paul? Because it used to be a huge voiceover market back in the day, but I don't really hear any local people anymore. Uh, when I li when I lived there, it was a huge market because I yeah, you know do other things, and they would call me in for voiceover all of the time. Um, 
but I, Rudy, you would probably know best, right? Yeah, no, but we do well. Yeah, voiceover people here. Yeah, Chris Eggert hears me all the time. Says he's listening to me on friggin' Sirius XM. A friend of mine from Washington State the other day hit me up, was like, are you on the gas pumps at Cenex? I'm yes! like, yes, I am. Oh, my God, okay. I almost, I was having, um... It was like a really hot day, and I was like, is that Rudy? And I was going to try, I was like sitting there waiting to film it to send it to you. Mm-hmm. And then it never came back because, you know, of course, in like all these other ads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought for sure that was you, and I forgot to ask you. Yeah, even in Portland this weekend, a guy came up to me and he goes, I was watching on stage, and then afterwards I was like, You promote uh, Diet Pepsi for $1.79 in store, don't you? I was there like, Yeah, go. yes, I do. Oh, yeah, I'd so kill yeah. for a Diet Pepsi right now, Rudy. <laughs> I have a question for you, though, because this is going to sound kind of weird. But is it really easy to make that hundred grand a year level? No, 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 See, not like it used to be. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, the salaries have gone away. The voiceovers yeah. are still there. I did three yesterday, and I probably cleared, I don't know, two hundred and fifty bucks for oh, three voiceovers. Oh yeah. no! It's, but that's that's uh, the way this business is. This is it's, it's yeah, so it is. it's not. And I and I keep telling everybody who wants to get in it. There's two ways to make a thousand dollars in this business. You either do ten ads for a hundred dollars, or you do one ad for a thousand. Oh, I'll pick the one for a thousand. Trust me, Less work. I, we, we all. Would but oh, that's we don't not get to just how, you don't get to it's choose. Not, oh, okay, that's never not, mind. They don't come yeah. around very often. Yeah, but every, yeah, but like one of my good friends, Adam Ray, is the voice of Hyundai right now. Nice. And that is a that is a that's a big chunk of change it that is, comes yeah. in. Absolutely. Where does you know? he live? He's in L.A. What yeah. a shock! That's yeah. why I asked him because they're all in L.A. now. It's also a reminder that. SAG went on strike in 2000 for the commercial contract, and right. it lasted six months, mm-hmm. and a lot of the corporations went non-union in that time, and they never went back to union right. once that strike was over. So strikes sometimes work, sometimes don't in our favor, but the commercial industry never recovered in terms of union benefits and, and those days of you know doing one commercial making you 100 grand, that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. You're lucky for a union um, commercial now, like twelve thousand is a lot of money off of one commercial. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and also that's what it should be because it, it's listen, it's not fair to everybody else who has to go out and bust their ass, and then you have to hear people complain like, "How are these people supposed to make a living?" They, it's garbage. It's it's ridiculous that they do three commercials a year and can make a hundred thousand dollars a year. It, listen, I'm all for the actors, I'm all for all the writers. But you shouldn't be making that kind of money if all you do is work three days out of the year. That's so Virgo of you. (laughs) I totally disagree, Rudy. I totally disagree on this because there were so many people that were doing commercials and earning a living where they could afford their rent and afford their mortgage because of the commercial. And it allowed them to go out and, you know, audition to act in films and TV and everything else. And that doesn't exist as a job anymore. Like commercials were your safety net. Now you're you're scraping by, you know, trying to find other jobs to pay the rent and oftentimes multiple jobs. Yeah. And, and you should. I, I feel like you should. You, I have five sources of income. Not a, none of them are huge, but I, you have to have that to be able to make it nowadays. It's completely different. I get back in the 80s. You could do three commercials for Elka-Seltzer and for Honda and then maybe one for like Mc, McDonald's and you can make it. Great. I'm glad you had your heyday. Finally, somebody pick up a hammer and let's get some skills going again and get people in the workforce and actually get like a little bit of a uh, a work ethic behind some people. Because don't get me you wrong, I, I get the like work. my dad. Good. No, no, no. <laughs> Good. <laughs> He's a smart man. Because as, once streaming came along, that's when commercials actually changed. That's that was the, is, the yep. 
Yeah, that, that's exactly when we really saw everything change and that the fact that you really had to have a survival job. You, If you're a parent, you shouldn't be having to like Uber and then like run to your serving job and then run to your IT job and then run to an audition. You shouldn't have to do that to live. You shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I yeah. think that, that that is fair. People deserve a living wage. And these corporations are making a ton of money and it should be trickling down but we know that trickle down economics don't work no they do not but hey look i'll close with this uh people don't realize this and and maybe it's the same now i don't i'm not around it anymore but there was so much talent in this market in voiceover it was unbelievable really really talented people in this market this was one of the top voiceover markets in the country for many many years because of all the talent that was here so I did want to leave it on kind of a positive note. Yeah, you know. <laughs> that uh, that son of a bitch George Clooney did that voiceover for that movie, like The Incredible Mr. Fox or something like that. And ever since then, it's been all celebrities that do all the animation voiceover. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Let's blame it on Clooney. Let's let's. I agree. <laughs> we can agree on something, Kristen. <laughs> He's over let's in blame the... it on, and his like a chateau in Lake Como, Italy. That's where he is right now. As a matter of fact, that he was just on TV talking about something. He was at his chateau. Yeah, at well, Lake his beautiful Como. wife Amal and their two perfect kids. Are their kids perfect? I don't know. They don't put them out in public, <laughs> which is really smart, like not putting their kids on social yeah. media. Um, oh, I agree. Absolutely. We're just imagining their fabulous life, you know, like on a boat on Lake Como, you're sipping like a glass of wine. I love relaxing. that place. I've only been there a couple of times, but Lake Como is amazing. If you ever get a chance, if you've never been, definitely go. It's phenomenal. And the people couldn't be any nicer. I mean, for Sounds a fabulous to you know. me. All right, sister, another big report, I thought. A big one and a, and a small little commercial argument. <laughs> was, it's, I loved hearing both your guys' point of views. It was very interesting. Both valid, just different points of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still love you at the end. Isn't that crazy that we can have an <laughs> argument and we, we still like argue. each other? I'm not what? mad at all, too. I was yeah. just like, meh. No, it was yeah. enthralling. Yeah. I don't like any of What do you think of that, actually? <laughs> Tom, but in our defense, you started not liking us, so the argument didn't exactly. make a difference. Exactly. It just goes, no, it, yeah, it goes nowhere. <laughs> and at the end, we ahead. agreed to blame it on George Clooney. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Thank you very much, my dear. I'll see you on the family. Yes, absolutely. Looking forward to it. We'll be right back. Many of you have taken my recommendation to give mnfatloss.com a try. I'm hearing from so many people how this program has worked for them when nothing else would. The mnfatloss.com program really has discovered the secret to weight loss. Just like the program says, I lost about a pound of fat every day. I did the first 60 days in the maintenance program, and now I went back to the weight loss program to get my ultimate goal. And honestly, it's just not all, it's not hard at all. I eat real meat, vegetables, and fruits. I'm not hungry or feel deprived. Matter of fact, Catherine asked me she, last night, she said, well, she didn't ask me, she told me. She said, you got to start eating more dinner. You don't eat enough for dinner anymore. That's just part of it. You know, I'm not as hungry. Yeah. They really have figured it out, the secret to fat loss. If you want to find out the uh, secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, that's about a pound of fat every day. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you promo code TOM. 
There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite, to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite-flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite-flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River, from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillows history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, 825, now 25 minutes after 8 o'clock. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Egger joins us. You know, I did not get a chance to watch your news this morning because I slept until like 5 after 6 this morning. Dang. Good for you. I did. I slept. At, well, I woke up at 2 in the morning, so I took a, a 5 uh Five milligram or whatever the hell it is, the five gram uh, edible edible or whatever, and I fell back asleep and I woke up at five after six, so I didn't get a chance. Anything happened on the news this morning I should know about? We were talking a lot about the legalization thing, which is official today, so that was kind of our big, um, that was the big story today, and we, um, the Red Lake Nation's opening up a legal dispensary. They can do that because they're on federal land. And right. so we had, yep. we had a reporter up there today, too. Um, so, yeah, that, that was kind of our kind of our big deal today. And then 
the situation yesterday that had the interstate shut down where the state troopers shot somebody on the freeway. Uh, sounds like he was fleeing. We don't know a lot about that, but they that's going to be something I think we're going to hear more about later on today because the family's going to have a news conference today. So it's uh, given the history and the backstory of these kinds of things in our area the last several years, I, I anticipate that story is going to be you know, something you're going to be hearing about a lot more. Is there any indication what, what happened? Was the guy speeding on the freeway or what was he doing? They, they He had some kind of a, uh, I think it was a felony warrant out oh. for him. He had some kind of a warrant out um, out of Ramsey County. And supposedly he also had uh, both his back taillights were out. Uh, I The story we're hearing so far is that he was stopped because of the of the felony warrant, I believe. But uh, a lot about that we don't know. There's three mm-hmm. troopers who are put on administrative leave, and uh, which is standard. Yeah. Right. So right. I, what what'll where this will go will depend on what's shown in the body camera video because state troopers do have body camera video, and apparently there's dash cam video of it too. So why did they have to shut down the freeway for like seven hours? Well, that I. I when something like that goes down, they usually do, and particularly any kind of fatality usually has it shut down for oh, okay. three, four, five hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but given the nature of this and given the history of these kinds of things here, I'm sure they were meticulous in how they had were documenting every single aspect of that scene. Is so, there any indication why the trooper felt he had to shoot the guy? I don't know. No. So you don't know if he pulled a weapon or threatened. They, they or... haven't. There haven't been a lot of details oh, released okay. about that. So that's that's something we're also waiting to hear more on. Which I think. Do you just call me a moron? Moron. That's what we're waiting to hear mo- <laughs> moron. That's what we're waiting yeah, moron. We're waiting to hear moron. I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh. Great to work with you. Absolutely, no question about <laughs> He's it. He's so aggressive. Sorry, we didn't really know, is. Chris. By the way, can I? Uh, I got to catch some of uh, Rudy and uh, Kristen's um, little discussion there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. So did I. I. It's good to have a little robust debate about these things. Sure. What yeah. were they debating again? About uh, the, the commercial work and how much people oh, were making. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, it, it's nice to have those those discussions with people, especially when they're wrong on their end, and it's totally okay. There I'm, you I'm, go. I'm, I'm kidding, obviously. No, I see where she's coming from with that. It it just man, when I see people that are really really struggling, who are trying to have skills, and then people complain like, I only got paid thirty thousand dollars for my half day of work on that Xantex commercial. I'm like, okay, maybe you should find something else to do, my man. Like, the world needs some productive people, not just people waiting around for a payday. Yeah, but if the guy's not good enough to make that kind of money, it's not his fault. Not good enough to make that kind of money, like in a skilled position somewhere? Yeah. Some Oh, then we should definitely not be giving that guy $30,000 to be in a commercial. Well, if he's good enough to do it, if that's what it costs, that's what mm. it costs. I, I feel like it's, it's interchangeable. You could take almost anybody and put him in that position. Mm. It's, it's what, it'd be different if... You know, you do have a guy that is like a a, a giant superstar, and they're the only yeah, person that can. It is you know, now, yeah, yeah. But it just—I don't know, man. Like I, I see a lot of people that are struggling elsewhere that are really trying to make it in other avenues, and the fact that you know, it's cushy jobs where when you're on set, you have a craft service that is serving you food all day, and people stop by and they're like, "Hey, would you like a smoothie?" 
Can I get you a latte? I'd love a smoothie. See what I mean? Yeah. Everybody would. Yes, hey, absolutely. You guys don't have a smoothie machine there? Jeez, Tom. What kind of operation <laughs> are you running? Hopefully not for much longer. I will tell you that. <laughs> Honest to God. Uh, in any case, so what else is happening in the uh, in the world? Well, I was going to ask you, how's your car running, your uh, your electric your I Mustang? absolutely love that thing. Uh, Doug Sprinthal picked it out for me. Uh, he's the one that said, man, this is the car for you. And again, I'm that one of those kind of guys that uh, if my friend goes somewhere, that's where I'm going to go. So yeah. I went over to Flagship, and uh, we picked this up. I absolutely adore that car. It's very comfortable. Well, well Catherine bought a, a Lexus SUV that's um, hybrid. Yep. So she's got the gas and the electric, and I love that car. So that that also pushed me toward the Mustang too. I I, I absolutely love it though. Really, really good. The gas prices are going up. That's why I was asking. Yes, yeah. Catherine. You know. Catherine has a five gallon tank. I think most most of the hybrids have a, only about a five gallon gas tank, don't they? Something like that. Yeah, it's something wrong. I mean, yeah, each one is. There. I think. It all changes with which version you get. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Five gallon gas tank I filled it up for is twenty bucks. It's like for five gallons of gas. Yeah, well, it's I mean, like what, what is it? It's it's three. It's almost three seventy five. I mean, it's, it's this was way like three ninety five. Well, what's nice now is when you're angry about how much you're paying, you can associate it with Rudy's voice because he is doing uh, commercials at the gas tank, <laughs> so you can start to hate Rudy slowly at the gas tank. Now, where is that? I was Senex? at Speedway when it. I heard it. Oh yeah, I heard him too. That's right. Yeah. And I like tried to film it because I, of course, am like everybody's mom and a nerd. Where I was so excited, <laughs> and then it wouldn't come back. And I was like, it was a hundred degrees out last week, and I was like, I cannot. I'll Wait, ask him. Uh, Brittany, you're not supposed to freaking use your phone at a gas pump. Um, yes, Myth you are not. Mythbusters prove that wrong. You guys uh -huh. are idiots. Look at your faces, moron. <laughs> Okay, hey, listen, if you want to burn up in a inferno yeah. at Speedway yeah. listening to Rudy oh, as you know the what? last voice in your head, if it would I mean, get, go for it. If it would you. get me out of this conversation, is the option to burn? Yes, I choose burn. See, I don't have to go to gas stations anymore, so I, I don't know anything about it. You don't know how, the drama. I don't know Tom, the drama. how big of a pain in the butt was it to have the plug put in or the not at all the guy who did no. it did a great job how much is that can i ask i have no idea i know because i think the the dougie knows i don't I doug sprinthal knows i should ask doug next to me's on because like that kind of blows my mind the neighbors had that put in in real quick like well it takes theirs. no time at all they have three electric vehicles out of yeah. the four yeah there you go which is wild but yeah, it's it's just it's a whole different. It feels really really weird to not have to fill my. I've had three electric vehicles now over the last twenty years or so, I guess. Yeah. And it feels weird to me still uh, to not have to go to the gas station to fill the gas tank. It still oh, feels sure. weird. I bet you miss. Sure. I'd miss almond joys. Oh no, I still go for that. Oh okay. Oh, there's no question about that. I still go for the smokes and the lotto tickets. I mean, really, what what else? That's yeah, there you Chris go. in a nutshell. Sigs yeah. and lotto tickets, just smoke littering, tickets. littering his floor. I, I'm just kidding. No, um, we, yeah. Tommy, one of your viewers emailed me, or one of your listeners, I guess viewer too, they can see us, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. One of your listeners uh, emailed me yesterday about a used car deal, which is very nice. See? <laughs> Look at that. Look at so you. I'm still, I'm still trying to find something. Oh, we got four drivers and three cars in my house, and it's a oh, shell game God. that's going on oh. every moment of every day. Anyway, he has this really sweet car. 
he sent me some pictures of it yesterday, but it's a convertible. And I don't know that that's the most practical thing to put my teenage daughter. I loved it when I was a teenager riding in convertibles though. Oh God. Like, don't get me wrong. If I was her, I'd love that. But, um, I'm not sure mom's really on board with that. Yeah, I understand. They, they are it's not as really, safe. It was super nice of him, though, to do that. So it I, is. I, I, it is. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to shout him out for that yesterday. So. Yeah, we do have a lot of great listeners. No doubt about that. No question. The shout out has been delivered. The shout out has been delivered. I'm glad to hear that. That's, that's good news for everybody. Um, what's the world's reaction in, in the news? I'm talking about the TV news world. Losing people like uh, Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens dying. Um, you guys covered that, I suppose, at, at length. Yeah, you know? you know, it's funny. I um, We ran, we had a story in this morning, and of course we had to mention in his obit, or did we, about the indecent exposure thing. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm, you know, we had a, you know, it wasn't a long bit. It was only like 30 seconds or something. But one of the sentences was, you know, he, you know, kind of fell out of the public view or, you know, yeah, after for a while. his yep. decent exposure thing. And then I was looking into, he'd also been um, at one point accused of child pornography charges Ooh. because of some um, photos that they found in his house. It turned out it wasn't, I didn't even know this. It turned out it, it, it wasn't considered child pornography, but it was like, Vintage erotica. Oh my like, god! Um, vintage like, erotica. Know, old timey, like guys in monocles and nothing else. Oh going. Jesus! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, but they, it was they more, pleaded to a lesser charge, so that you know he never did get charged with that. Yeah, it was more like performance art, is really what it kind of boiled down to. But like and with it, kiddos? No, 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 no. No. So that's why you never heard this story is because it wasn't with kiddos. That's what they were going with as uh, they and then they were like, okay, listen, we're just gonna if you just plead guilty to this lesser charge, we'll make all this the rest of this stuff that we kind of speculated go away. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So there was no kids involved. No kids involved. Yes. No okay. kids involved. Yes, because well, we, we would be singing a different tune this morning yeah. if there was kids involved. Yeah. But there was no kids well, involved, no. What got us talking about that, and and Tom, I guess, the context of, of, you know, Ruben's stuff that he had going on, I brought up the Michael Jackson thing, and I still, right. to me, it seems like it's such a crazy thing that, like, you, if, if R. Kelly comes on the radio, your turn, well, it's not even playing on the radio anymore. Right. If a conversation comes up about Bill Cosby, like, like oh, but Michael Jackson... Music still regularly plays on the radio. All those allegations about stuff that went on—it's—it's mm-hmm. it's kind of weird how his his yeah. stardom and his music has like transcended anything that he was ever accused of doing. Well, I, I, last time I talked to him, I was sitting across from him. We were just having a cup of coffee, and he said, "Don't forget, Tom, the Jews do it on purpose." The Jews do <laughs> it. What he on did that, purpose. and then you agreed, and you both cheers. It's like, <laughs> what the hell? Why would you say that? That was such a weird thing to say. I mean, why in the on earth? And he did it on video on yeah. top of it. And it's like the creepiest voice he uses too. He's doing it on purpose. It's, what? It's yeah, that guy. <laughs> if you watch that, if was it like Escaping Neverland yeah. or uh, whatever, you go, you walk away from that going, he a thousand percent did that. Like, yeah. there's no 
Because I was always like, well, did he, didn't he? You know, I didn't know enough about it, whatever. And then once you watch that, and I'm not saying you have to go out and not listen to his music. There's just a part of me that is, I have a hard time. Once I, like, I'll, like, hear a song, like, da na 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 and then a little bit of my heart goes, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like when Pretty Young Thing comes on the radio yep. and you're like, yeah. Pretty Young Thing. And then you're like, oh. I don't like oh. me right now. I don't like me right now singing it kind of feeling. Yeah. yeah. Um, did they ever prove that he got, he, I mean, he led the life he, he led because his father abused him sexually as a child? There's a lot of speculation yeah, around the way is. he grew up and all this stuff. But that yeah. he had lost his childhood because he never really got it. You know, he was like singing at a young age and never really had that like time of his life where he could listen and it. i i'm not blaming the parents or the vic like you know the i would fall, call them victims as well but there was these things in this documentary what people would do just because somebody's a celebrity like my kids never sleeping over at anybody's house no. just because of how many records they sold and i'm not again not blaming the victims but i just there is a mentality where i go how you know, what, what? maybe it was an age where his stuff didn't come out as much, but, like, it was wild how quickly it'd be like, oh, you want to spend the night at Neverland? Perfect. He had an amusement park in his backyard. Of yep. course you're going to send the kids <laughs> yeah. over. See, I would be like, well, I'm coming too. Like, I you get a two for one. Like, hey, I, somebody asked you to come stay overnight at Valley Fair, you're going to go? Come yeah. on. I'm going to go, but, like, sending go-go, like, all right. Well, you're right. Yeah, I've only been a mom for years. So honestly, mm -hmm. I look at you guys and go, "You're probably right." <laughs> that sounds so bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. we talked about this last week. Peyton Manning, when he was filming that bit for SNL, where he was like with the Boys and Girls Club, yeah, and he was taking the football and he was like hitting the kids. Like yeah. when they were not filming, parents were coming up to him and saying, "Hey, we do me a favor. Can you just..." hit my kid with the football. And he's like, what? No. He's like, I'm not going to drill your kid with the football just so you can say you got drilled. But he's like, come on, all the other kids are getting hit. I want my kid to get hit. He's like, no, I'm not going to hit your kid. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's still one of the best Saturday Night Live. It's so good. It is good. Yeah, it is good. Tom, you did you remember that um, that uh, Phil Hartman was had like an appearance in Pee Wee's Playhouse? Yeah, we talked about it already mm -hmm. this morning. Yeah, yeah, I was like, what? I totally forgot about that. Yeah. But he he wrote a lot of it, didn't he? Yes, and he also was a co-writer for Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, great movie, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Always did, like Pee Wee. Did you guys, Chris, you have, uh, and, and Rudy, was like that hold true for like kids they could watch almost like as younger kids like now and you think it would still hold... Yeah, because my daughter, when she first saw Pee-wee's Big Adventure, that was that was it. Like she was all on board with Pee-wee Herman, and then we watched. We went back and we rewatched all the old episodes. Yeah, none of that was live. For yeah, yeah, no, because and it really does. It holds up, and a lot of it, as Tom was talking about earlier, the the amount of kindness that he was, you know, uh, putting out in the world and perpetuating, and that was his that was his jam. And I, he was a good. It was just he seemed like a genuinely good person that adults and children could identify with like I have full control right now of what Gogo -Go will be obsessed with and knowing that we are going to go through a peewee era yeah. is like filling my heart like mm -hmm. that's exciting it is terrific <laughs> no doubt about that <laughs> what are you laughing about Tom's face I'm just yeah, waiting just, it out I, man. Just, I, was funny. I was just looking at your face while that conversation was going <laughs> what's non-stop it's just been about four or five weeks now <laughs> 
<laughs> it all works out in the end, right? No, but I understand everybody's point on this. Look, I will tell you, when she gets to that point, you are going to be ecstatic. I know. I know. You, <clears> you're going to love it. Did you just love rewatching things that oh, you love God, with yes. your kiddos? Yeah. Yeah, no question about it. And what's so hilarious about that is Andy and Alex had completely different tastes in what was funny. Yeah, I could see that to 180 this day. degrees. It was unbelievable, so it was a little tough to, to balance out, but no, the joys of all that. Yeah. The joy of watching my seven-year-old granddaughter, Fawn, hug almost two-year-old Ethan, it just makes my week, not yeah. just my day, my week. We're a very loving family, and we really are, and that's, you know, a lot of that has to do with Catherine and all the rest of it, but... Yeah, that's that that's huge. Having little kids around is phenomenal. Who was it? Was it Alex who like fell to her knees when she saw Minnie at Disney? That was Alex. Yeah. Like that's gonna be so fun. That was four year old Alex. She walked in, we walked to the front gate of Disney World. We went down on Main Street and here comes Minnie. And Alex dropped to her knees, put her hands over her face, and said, Minnie. Oh, <laughs> cute. Great memory though. Just a phenomenal memory. It really is. And, and, you know, I hope all four-year-old little kids love Minnie Mouse and yeah. Mickey Mouse, right? It's a wonderful thing. I feel like after hearing your guys' stories about little kids going to these things, I have decided I'm just going to pay a teenager to dress up as Gogo's favorite sure. character and send it straight to the house and save me about $5,000 instead of going oh, to at least, at least yeah. 5000 At least at least. 5000 Yeah. <laughs> Did I love yeah, Alex? You're right. You're oh. right. Yeah, we we pay... used to live in Orlando, so we at least had the advantage of, you know, okay. having it, like, right nearby so we didn't have to pay to travel there. But, like, Tommy, didn't you take the whole crew down there yep. recently? Everybody. And I know We're going again this year. We go every year. Yeah. We go every year. We did while well, we, we got treated to that uh, tour. We had a tour guide the whole time it went last year, mm-hmm. which you, I mean, it's amazing seeing the backstage stuff and all that. It's really, really cool. Oh, sure. sure no doubt about it. But we've, look, I mean, Catherine and I, one of our favorite times is when I first met Catherine. She was like 22 and I'm 29 or something like that. We went to Disney World and it was very cold for, for Orlando. You know, yep. it was, it was not, she had to wear a stocking cap and we had to put jackets on. We literally had Disney World to ourselves. Like, we oh went on God. the Haunted Mansion ride seven times in a row because there was nobody else around. It was wow. wonderful. I just put wow. this together. Tom, you're a Disney adult. Not, what's a Disney adult? It all depends on what that is. Like, it's the people who are adults that are very into Disney. I love Disney World. I know. You're a Disney adult, but, like, you just aren't one of the annoying ones. Oh, I, yeah, don't get over the top. Look, I, here's another example of why I love Disney World so much. Uh, Dan and Alex went down there, I believe, on their honeymoon, or it was a, their engagement or something like that. And Alex is walking along. She looks, uh, they're going to have a little dinner at the Japanese restaurant. And she looks over, and there's Paul McCartney. I mean, for Alex, that was a very huge deal. She <laughs> loved Paul McCartney. You yeah. know, I mean, it's the, these wonderful things happen at Disney World that don't happen anywhere else. It's really I saw cool. Dr. J there so See? randomly. <laughs> there Same. See? Same experience that Alex had. One of my Interchangeable. Favorites. It is. No, I agree I looked, with you. I looked and like, I'm like, I looked, I'm like, I think Dr. J just walked by. Like, <laughs> a little taller than you? Does, does, uh, a little bit, but he's not that tall by today's No, standards. no, that's true, yeah. Does Disney but, have not like an area, like a celebs have to be in the main Disney area, or do they have like their own experience? I they guess they must own. own their yeah. own experience. You know that 
that Elvis Presley used to rent it out after it closed at night. He would rent out all of Disney World. Now that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. There was a couple times when we were down there just recently that at the end of the night, they were like, all right, we pack it up at 6 o'clock, and then there were people walking in. And I'm like, what's up with everybody walking yeah. in? And then somebody said, oh, like, a company will rent out the park for its yep. employees, and then they just have free reign of the park all night. God, it's wonderful. How awesome would that be? That'd be awesome. It is the best. And another thing I, I tell you – I've had the experience. I've never run into any pricks at Disney World. Everybody's in a great mood, having a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it happens that somebody's an asshole, but I've never seen it. Gaston, I'm sure, is not pleasant. Gaston. Yeah. Gaston. You know, I didn't know this, that if you throw something away at the Disney, like if you throw something in the trash, mm-hmm. they don't have people that come around and take the trash bags out of the actual trash cans, right? It all goes down in a chute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, wow. and, and the reason they do yeah. that is because Disney does not want its, you know, its customers to be seeing these giant piles of garbage. Right. Get yeah. when you walk around the State Fair. I took a photo of the State Fair of a trash can that was so gross. In fact, uh, I was with Dave Dahl, and Dave Dahl and I were walking past this trash can. And I took a photo of it. It was overwhelmed with the amount of trash and old like corn cobs and stuff just sitting out nobody picked it up and i'm like this is why that's why i hate the state fair but disney no they got it right and there's this name for it it's called like the disney receptacle and it's this giant like series of tubes that you throw trash down and it all goes to the same spot it's amazing be careful with your retainer then because i have gone through many of trash bins for my retainer oh god I do have one very negative story from last year. Though. No, it's two years ago. We went to Disney World, just got there, walked through the front gate. And if, as you walk down Main Street, that first left over the bridge takes you to Fantasyland? Or what, Magic ah. Kingdom? I don't know. I just guessed. No, you're already in the Magic Kingdom. Oh, okay. But you're walking down Main Street, and you take that first left. There's a big restaurant right there in the corner. Oh, I can't yeah. remember. You walk over to It's Frontierland or some damn thing. It doesn't matter. But we just got there having a great time. We're all excited. It's like, oh, everybody's fired up. I look over, and it was all ruined in one glance. You know what ruined it? Because I had no idea they were going to be there. The mirror? Oh, God, you're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, man. But in any case, uh, it was Pat Ebert's. <gasps> what? No way. I had, he had no idea we were going. I had no idea. That... He would ruin Disney World <laughs> He for ruined me. Disney World for me. <laughs> I'm telling you. He ruined the Hubbard cruise for me. I'm just going to say it. Did he? He just, anywhere he is, he just ruins it for <laughs> he me. He just ruins it. Well, that'll happen, I suppose. He does crack me up, though. As the older I get, I go, oh, man, I kind of love a good Pat Ebert. Oh, Pat. It's a whole a... mood to be hanging out with Pat Ebert. That He's guy. a different kind of guy. There's He's no question about it. a different kind of guy. There's no doubt about it. All right, Chris, you got to get back to work, man. It's already. I got to oh go. I got to go pay some more bills. All right, you guys. All right, Pally. Thank you. Bye. Chris Eager, Channel 5 Eyewitness News. Uh, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial uh, evaluation. Do you get that or not? Yes. It's about uh, time to get off your ass. Money talks. That's what Indeed. I always hear. Ladies and gentlemen, stream the Tom Bernard Show on the app or on the website and listen for at least one hour a day and be entered to win a pair of tickets to Pink and Pat Benatar in concert at Target Field on August 10th. Listen to our show on the stream for an hour each day and win. Tickets are compliments of Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. We'll take a break. Be right back in just a couple of minutes. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Do you know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day? Hi, I'm Dr. Adam Schatzko with MNFatLoss.com, and I know the secret. 
Our unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no surgery, and no hypnosis, go online to mnfatloss.com. If you're interested in losing weight, I highly recommend the MN Fat Loss Program. I started the program earlier this year. I've lost 28 pounds. Honestly, it's been easy. I don't have to exercise. I eat delicious real food, and I'm not hungry. I recommend the program to anyone wanting to lose weight. Many patients lose 20 to 30 pounds in about a month or two. For your free private weight loss consultation, call 763-312-7600 or schedule online at mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Dr. Adam Schatzko, DC. Results may vary. Hi, this is Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. To say thank you, each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd. Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll off the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. As the grand prizes, we'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. And that's not all. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right. 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. So mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where your adventure begins. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please... Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. 8.54 now, six minutes till nine o'clock here on the Tom Bernard Morning Show. There's a Reddit section called Does Anybody Else? Where people list weird things they do and ask if other people do them as well. Someone went through the, uh, well, they kind of cherry-picked the best ones. Here are a few you've probably done before but never mentioned. When you have to spell the word Wednesday, do you sound it out in your head as Wednesday? No. I do. It's Wednesday. It's, the, it's not Wednesday. just Wednesday. It's Wednesday. That's how you actually, you pronounce it through your nose, actually. Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, but they're talking about spelling it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know how to spell Wednesday, don't you? Yeah, I, I say Wednesday. I say Wednesday. Wednesday. So like those people do too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I just say Wednesday because, you know, that it is what it is. Do you ever come across a distinct smell that takes you back to a vague childhood memory, but you can't put your finger on what it is? Yeah. 
I don't know what the, what would that be like. What? There's a perfume my aunt Jen, oh, okay. my great aunt Jen used to wear that. Like once in a while, I'll smell it somewhere and be like, oh. Well, that's nice. Yeah. So it's got to be a nice. I mean, you liked her. I'm I assuming. Li- yeah, oh, I loved it. I love when I smell it. I get all excited, and then I find myself being like really near that person, and I'm like, sorry, I'm weird, but. What is it? Evening in Paris? Something. I have no idea. I've never nailed it. And like the thing is, I think if I ever bought it, it would lose its like association. So, yeah. There you have it. Number three, do you ever bump into something and say, ouch, even though it didn't hurt? Yeah. Nope. Oh, unless it, why, why would you say ouch if it doesn't hurt? I think it's kind of like a weird response. I don't know. I've had definitely done that. Like, ouch, that didn't really hurt. God hmm. damn. You do that. God damn. See, right there. Uh, when you, oh, this is nice. Oh, what? When you pee and it's totally clear, do you ever feel proud of yourself for being hydrated? <laughs> what? Super proud of myself. <laughs> but keep in mind, in the military, during we'd have to pee in a cup and then hold it over our head in front of the whole formation to like show that we're not like dosing or changing the pee or trading. So you'd have to hold it up so everyone would see your pee and then we'd make fun of anyone who had dark pee. I've always had dark pee and I'm not a drug addict. Are you going to drink enough water? That's I probably drink tons of water. But that's probably not true because I'm sure there's something like maybe it could be even like a, a vitamin you take that could Yeah, change. well, that's exactly right. Yeah. No, that's a very good point. Yeah, vitamins do change the color of oh, your pee. That's they do true. be changing the color of your pee <laughs> for sure. But You're for, right. We were so juvenile in the military. We'd make fun of people for any reason. And one of them was, oh, look at you. Johnson's pee is all dark. Oh, drink water, nerd. Like, you literally spent time doing that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how juvenile. We were like 19-year-olds. <laughs> well, that's true, yeah. Hanging that, out looking point. for any reason to make fun of anyone. That is a good point, no question. Um, are you ever uh, driving behind the same car for a really long time, then they take an exit, and you feel kind of sad that they're... No, I don't feel sad when you exit the highway. Yeah, you BFF a car. The you hell do I care? Do you ever, where you go behind them long enough where you start making up, ga- like, name, like, you try to make, no. like, words out of their license plates? Like, no. sentences? Hmm. No. I got to read the whole thing. Are you ever behind the same car for a really long time? Then they take the exit and you feel kind of sad they're gone. Like you've formed a slight bond. Yeah, you're BFF. Get a life for Christ's sake. We're like on the same journey. And then you're like, oh, never mind. God. I do that with running too. Like if I'm running the same pace and I think that that person knows and then if they stop, I'll be like, hey, great run. And they're like, please don't talk to me. Yeah. (laughs) What? Yeah. I'm so lonely. I'm alone all the time. Why do they not want to want you to talk to them? Because they're, they're like, focused? whoa, they, I think that they know we're running together kind of feel. Oh, okay. But then I realize I've formed a whole relationship in my head. And then when I acknowledge said relationship, it's weird for them because they were yeah. just living their lives. Yeah, no, it happens to me all the time. Like if I go to the same workout class as somebody, I think we've become friends and I we have not. Really? Yeah, it happens to me all the time. What do you do when you run into somebody at the gym, like, constantly, yeah. like, three times a week, but then you see them at Target? Oh, if you say hi. Oh, never. Oh, weird. Oh, I make, I, I try to lose eye contact and get away. But, Rudy, that describes us to a T, which yeah. is so funny. Like, I want to BFF everybody in my life. I want to, like, feel, like, connected all the time. And so, and then you're like, this is all about business. We're here Stuff for a to reason. do, yeah. <laughs> When you think a song or a movie is amazing, but then you show it to someone else and suddenly feel self-conscious, like it's not really that great, we don't have to, once again, why would I care if you didn't like a movie I liked? Oh. 
I, I don't care. It totally hurts my feelings. Really? Like, it's a part yeah. of me, for sure. Both of you. Yeah. It's Why ex- do you care? It's an extension of you. If they don't like yeah. the thing that you like, now all of a sudden what you like is wrong. Oh, it happened so bad yeah. the other day. Uh, really? Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Do you remember that old movie from mm-hmm. uh, yep. with Steve Martin and Michael Caine? Right. Justin loves that movie. Grew up with that movie, mm-hmm. and he was like, "You gotta watch it." We were watching it, and I was like, "Justin, this is kind of dumb. Like, this is pretty dumb." And he was like, "Hurt, absolutely hurt, really? absolutely feelings hurt that I did not like this movie." Because Catherine has her shows and movies, and I got my shows and movies, and then we have ones we like together. You're such a liar because if you, what are you talking? Oh, I'm such a liar because if you. If I you if I told you I didn't like something that you love, if I was to say, God, what's the one you were just talking about? Um, the actor that you said was the best actor, uh, Marlon Brando. Yeah, if I said Marlon Brando's is a hack, I don't care what you think. Wouldn't it hurt your feelings a little? No, it's a person I've never understood. People, oh well, why don't you like what I like? I don't care if you like it or not. I yeah. couldn't care less. Aretha Franklin sucks. Yeah, okay, well, then, then now you stepped over the line. <laughs> I'll be messing with Aretha. That's all I'm saying. Now I know I hate yeah. you. Show some R-E-S-P-E-C-T, okay? Yeah, that's all you got to do. See? Something? God, no, But I wouldn't. I'm not going to carry it over. It's like I know you did that on purpose. <laughs> so, no, I don't care if people like the same things I do. Uh. I don't care at all. Um, let's see. When you flush the toilet but don't get a full flush, so you have to stand there and wait for the tank to refill. Again, so what? This is all you got. To, these things are the things you worry about in your life. Really. No, I think it's the things that we realize everyone else does mm-hmm. and you think is just your little weird thing, and then you go, oh, other people do that too. The only thing I don't like is like if I run down to the men's room and somebody's at the urinal and I go into one of the stalls to pee and there's still poop in the toilet. Yeah, so do you wait? I'm not big on that. You have to wait around to make sure everything flushes, right? Like That's, that's what I do. Yeah. Um, you ever have that moment where you just don't trust an automatic flusher, so you just like get involved in the button? There's like, a button. Yeah. yeah there's I, a button. I feel like I always am getting involved with the button. Like I'm always like, I don't trust you to walk. Like I want to walk away. <laughs> I want to feel like it's going to yeah. work, but I'm always like, you know what? No, I know. Back to the button. Just a couple more, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Judd, you want to get involved in the last few? Love this absolutely. I, I couldn't care less about any of this stuff. I don't get so involved with approval from people I barely know. I don't need your approval. Leave me alone. Oh, that's a really weird one too. Especially like uh, on politics. Like on politics, I don't care if you don't agree, and I'm not going couldn't to try to less. change your opinion. Though no. that's my thing. Is again, I'm I'm like you. It's just like okay, whatever. I mean, why would I waste my time trying to change your opinion of something, especially when, you know, politics and religion, you're not going to change it. So and why do you care? Why do you uh, somebody wants to vote the way they want? I don't care. Good for you. It's America. Yeah, I know. I'm with you on this. Totally. Just bizarre that people get so wound up about, oh, you're one of those. Shut up. For Christ's sake. And the flusher on a toilet is there for a reason. The automatic thing <laughs> is is if you're a thoughtless lout that hopefully oh. your poop gets flushed down. I love it. But like if you if you walk away like, oh, the automatic flusher will take care of it, give me a break. There's a reason why you you know a hundred plus years ago somebody created the ability to to 
push a button or before, you know, take a handle and just move it a little bit yeah. to flush the toilet. I don't know why it's so tough, but people get so touchy about I'm going to save number eight for last because it's so ridiculous. Okay, I'm excited. There, there are ten things, but number eight is completely ridiculous. <laughs> Do you ever put on a sock, spot a hole in it, decide it's the last time you wear the socks, but then forget and wash them again and repeat the process? No, I've never done that. Yeah, yeah. I've done Have that. You? Justin does that all the time. He's like, last time I'm going to wear these, and there's like a giant gaping hole. Really? And I'm like... I see it for another month. I have to throw out his stuff because he oh, will not okay. do it. I think he's like, one more round. What's well, uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. They have a big hole in your sock and your shoe, isn't it? I do not like. I have to have pristine socks, and there I have. You go. I can't even like. I have a specific feel I want. I get really touchy with my socks. Well, that might be a little far over to the other side from your husband, but yeah. No, I don't know. I just I don't have holes in my. If I see a hole, you're gone. Judd, yeah. are you a holy sock guy? No, no. Uh, now, now uh, I do have this problem at times with shirts, and Dawn has th thrown away some of my most beloved and probably by that point uh -oh. disgusting shirts. Um, if you're attached to socks, something's wrong with you. <laughs> I agree completely. Like, if you're like, I can't let this pair... I mean, no, I, I understand that guys, you know, and I, I am guilty of, as the next person of falling in love with certain clothes, Yeah. but socks should not be one that you ever... I think you with. just always think it's your last rodeo, and then you just keep forgetting that that should have been... You should have thrown that out. It's like a muscle memory thing, that instead of taking okay. them off and throwing them out, you just, like, continuously wash them and go, why am I keep wearing these? But <laughs> one more time. They're the clean ones. I'm out the door. Bye. So why would you wash a sock with a hole in it? Because it's just like you forget to break oh, up your routine. Oh, I see. So it's just in the basket? Yeah, you just kind of put it in the basket. Oh, okay. I, I wouldn't put it in the basket either. Just throw it away. I think that is smart. I think that is what we should do. But I think oh, yes. routine just kicks in. I, well, probably. Have you ever spent 30 minutes writing an email that ended up being two sentences? No. Absolutely. Never. Absolutely, I have. I was trying to think of the last time I sent an email. I send texts, but I, not emails. I literally have a pending email right now. Oh, do you? Yes, that I'm sending uh, that I don't know how to word, and I just, I'll eventually ask Justin or my sister to read through it first. Why don't you just pay your bills? I refuse to. <laughs> I'm above that. Yeah. Yeah, there you Why go. Why don't you just go ahead and read it on the air right now, and then yeah. we will no. determine. No. I'd love to hear this. <laughs> we'll judge right no. now. No. No. Let's hear what, what's the subject, or like what's the person that it's aimed to? It's about school. I'll say that. Uh, you know what, though? I'll tell you this right now, because you're, you have a daughter who's at that age, because I, I know school is a few years off, but this is the time. I get it. If it is something about it's tough, because you don't realize it as a parent. If, you, if your daughter's about to go into kindergarten and you show up six weeks before kindergarten is going to start, it's not like back in the day. You yeah. have to show up three years before your daughter goes to kindergarten to get a <laughs> spot for that kindergarten class. I appreciate the empathy, but it's actually for school for me. Oh, gotcha. Oh. But I do appreciate that empathy. Empathy of like knowing that yeah, that uh, that whole world. Your friend actually introduced me to that whole world, which is terrifying. Mm -hmm. uh, your friend Rachel, because mm -hmm. she owns a Montessori school, and I was like, should my kid be learning already? Like terrified. Yeah. Should it, my kid be learning already? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> right? Like I hope we're they're just learning. We're working on basics. She's learned how to drink out of a straw. Like should I also be teaching her everything? Like mm, from me. Okay, this is the worst of them. I have not agreed with one of these so far, so what are you going to do? But this is the worst of them all. All right. 
When your pet is on your lap and you need to get up, do you ever try to explain to your pet, like, I have to go get a drink, but don't leave, I'm coming back? I know you've done this and you never. don't even realize. You've never talked to Jude like that. I've never said, I'll be right back. Okay, not, not I'll be right back, but have you ever had to explain to him, like, hey, I gotta disturb your sleep for a second. I've seen you talk to Jude like this. I, when he's on Catherine's lap, not mine. <laughs> Because if Our Catherine's life. around, she is the king and queen of the world to him. I've seen you explain to your dog that Catherine is leaving, but she will be back. Oh, God. You don't. You ever been around Jude when she leaves? Oh, my God. He's disgusting. Devastation. Oh, 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 oh. It's like, Jesus. He'll get so desperate, he'll actually be like, you're my mom now to me. And I'm like, Oh, yep, yeah. Oh, it's got to be a mom. woman, too. It yes. cannot be a man. It has to be a woman. Yeah. Yeah, he's very touchy about it. He is so attached to Catherine. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's so cool. But, you know, so am I, so we both just sit there and pant. You just both cry at the, at the airport. <laughs> we pant and cry. That's exactly right. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.